You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress. With your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your next step starts now. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is episode one of the Small Moves Podcast. And this is something of an experimental episode as I guess they all are, since this is the very first episode. Today, I'm going to be having a unique guest on the show today. I'm going to be interviewing my beautiful wife, Carrie Paxton. Uh, She's going to be my guest on the show today. Uh, One of the things that we're going to be talking about is how this new little venture of ours, the Small Moves Podcast, um, is sort of fitting into our lives right now, how we're able to make it fit into our lives right now, being as crazy busy as we are with two young kids and two independent businesses and everything else that goes along with that. Uh, We're going to be talking about sort of what we're doing now, what we've done to sort of get us to where we are um, with the launch of the podcast and as well as with the launch of Carrie's new business um, online, which is going live at the end of this week. Uh, for herself. So we're, we're going to be talking a lot about that. I'm not going to go into too much detail now because you'll get it in the episode. Um, but like I said, this is sort of an experiment for us. What we're planning on doing is we're, we'll do an episode like this every so often, maybe once a month or every couple of months, just for a general check-in because the as you guys know, the sort of the concept of small moves from what you got from the intro episode, the general concept of this show is that – You're going to make small incremental changes over time. Well, I'm not immune to that strategy. That's what the entire Small Moves website and the podcast are built around. The strategy is all about making small incremental changes over time. Um, We're going to be talking with experts about that. We're going to be talking with um, other people that are making changes themselves about that. And we're going to be explaining our own experiences as well. Uh, That's what this episode's about. Um, I really hope that you enjoy it. You're probably going to see a little bit of a different dynamic between myself and my wife, as you do with some other guests, um, uh, understandably so. Um, If you have any questions or have any feedback about the show, please log on to the website or the community page at Facebook, uh, which you can get to at smallmoves.co forward slash community. Uh, Leave us your feedback there and also subscribe to the show so that you can hear what the other episodes are going to be sounding like. Uh, With that being said, I'd like to bring her in just after this. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Small Moves Podcast, small steps for big progress. Let's prepare to ignite. Hey, Kara, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Um. As you guys heard in the introduction, um, today I'm going to be interviewing my wife, Carrie, who is um, at the same time as me. We're both in the process of launching businesses now. Or set, um, each of us are in the process right now of launching new businesses right now with me being the Small Moves website and the Small Moves podcast, which you're obviously listening to, and uh, my Carrie is a professional tutor and is in the process of launching an online aspect to her tutoring and education business called uh, Building Blocks Education. So one of the things we're going to talk about today, aside from the fact that we 
<laughs> aside from how we're able to try and do all these things at the same time while raising two kids, one of which is just four months old, um, is we're going to talk a little bit about what those businesses are, how we're formatting them, and how we're able to sort of squeeze them into all the other things that we're doing today between running existing businesses and raising our kids. So I'll let Carrie just talk a little bit about um, her side of the business and what she's been doing, um, what she's been doing with regards to her business is up to this point, and then what she's planning on doing with Building Blocks Education. And I'll just kind of hand the mic over to her for right now, and then we'll just go to bounce back and forth. All right. Hi, everybody. I uh, started out teaching for 10 years, elementary school through college in pretty much any setting you could name. I won't get into all of them right now. Um, but contrary to what a lot of people think, there is just no possible way that I could teach full time or really even part time and have a family and raise my kids. Um, I just don't have the energy for that. So I transitioned to tutoring. For the last couple years, I've been tutoring, um, started with just a handful of clients here and there, and very quickly grew my my business to about 15 kids or so. Um, needless to say, I was up to about 30 hours of tutoring and ran out of time. Um, so kind of back to the drawing board and figuring out how I can stay in education, help a whole bunch of kids and families, but have some time for my own family and my own kids. So I came up with Building Blocks Education. Um. We're back. Where we had to take a break. I'm not going to say that. Okay. It was just paused, so they're, they're the uh, they aren't going to hear the gap. Um, yeah, and with her, with her starting Building Blocks Education, at least my loose understanding of it, because she's a lot better about knowing about it than I am, is that it's going to be an online um, educational program company that's focusing on creating courses for both parents and kids on how to utilize the education that they're getting in their schools more effectively. Um, that's as broad an understanding as I can really explain it. But the most important thing from, from our perspective and how it applies to both her business and mine is one of the most important aspects to us about the businesses that we're both launching is that we're looking for them to not be geographically specific to where we currently live. Whereas with the business that I'm in right now, I own and operate a uh, package delivery service. And my wife is obviously an, an in-person tutor uh, working with kids in the area. And I also do some consulting work with um, a media company that I'm partners with. The, the bottom line is all the work that we both are currently doing requires us to be feet on the ground in near Baltimore where we live right now. And that's something that we're looking to change because we would like to be more mobile and we were actually planning on traveling fairly extensively with our kids. Um, and that's something that I mentioned on the introductory episode that you listened to before this, that that was something that is of primary concern to the two of us. 
Um, and K- Carrie can talk more about you know her reasoning for that. My reasoning for it is that it's not something that I've ever really had the opportunity to experience myself. Um, growing up, the extent of the leaving uh, leaving the hometown that I had was a Disney World trip when I was eight and a driving trip down the East Coast from Maryland down to the Carolinas and back when I was roughly 12. And that was about it. We didn't really get a chance to travel around much. So now that I'm older and have a little bit more control of my destiny than I did when I was a teenager. Um, I'm planning on trying to find ways to take advantage of that. And for for better or worse, for better, the business that I have right now has been great. It's been great to me since 2010 when it was launched. Uh, for worse, it pretty much guarantees that I'm not allowed to leave the state of Maryland for any extended period of time. So we're in the process of trying to change that. At least I'm in the process of trying to change that for me. And Carrie can talk more about her reasons. Well, um, as far as the traveling goes, that's of primary importance to me because I think that there's no better education for kids. A lot of people think we're kind of nuts um, and ask us what we're going to do for school. But I think that our children will learn more and our children will learn better if we're actually out and about in the world. We can read all we want to out of a history book, but There's how, much, how much sense is it really going to make unless they're walking around in the place that they're <laughs> reading about? Um, so we really want to make that learning come alive and hopefully have them not lead as sheltered lives as perhaps Jason and I did. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, there's no, there's no better way to learn geometry than having to figure out how to sail a boat across a sea, or there's no way to be, better way to learn geography of the state of Florida than actually going to Florida and looking at Florida. Like there, there's, no, there's no better learning than that. At least how, that's didn't necessarily used to be the way that I thought, but as as all good husbands will do, I've been greatly influenced by my wife. And actually, let me interject. <laughs> inject, I, I think I, I picked a bad word. I didn't mean sheltered as in lacking experiences because I had plenty of those growing up. Um, and I'm really fortunate that I did. But I guess I mean that I want my kids to learn in the real world instead of in the classroom. Or at least that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. Yeah, and that that being that being said, um, with, with her business, Building Blocks Education, launching at the same time now as Small Moves, as as you guys have probably gleaned by now, Small Moves is a business and a website that's focused on trying to find ways to make incremental changes every day in varying areas of life, whatever area happens to be important to you at the time, um, that will eventually amount to significant changes like the the point that i like to keep making is no one ends up gaining 100 pounds overnight it took time and a series of incremental decisions that got you to that point losing 100 pounds subsequently is the same thing it's not going to happen overnight it's going to be a series of small incremental changes um and sometimes those changes can be done on your own sometimes those changes you need to be guided along by somebody that is maybe there right now or that has been there recently that can sort of show you the way out. Um, There are categories of life 
like that where Carrie and I have gone through some stuff where we might be able to make some helpful suggestions. There's also areas in which we are completely ignorant, which is where the interview portion of this podcast is going to come in. I'll be interviewing people that are a lot more knowledgeable than we are, or especially that I am, about various areas that might be able to help you along the way figure out exactly what it is that you want to do. So small moves is going to be the, the we've got we've got the blog that's going to be on the site we've got the podcast which you obviously know about otherwise you wouldn't be hearing me talk right now um, there's a mentoring there's a membership mentoring program that's getting launched soon um, that we're going to be sharing details about as the as the process moves along um, but the bottom line of it is is that small moves very much like building blocks is not necessarily tying us to our hometown. Um, it's something that we can travel with. And frankly, one of the things that has been important to me for a while about one of the one of the changes that we want to make is we want to be able to be more mobile with our lifestyle. I and we as a family are not unique in that area. Um, of Of the blogs and the podcasts and the communities that I've been a part of, for a while, that seems to be one of the most sought after things that people are trying to accomplish with their lives. They want to be able to travel more. They want to be able to go on vacation more. They want to be able to see parts of the world that they haven't had the chance to see before. That's, a, that's something that is important to me and is important to a lot of other people. And as we work or as we're walking through that process ourselves, we're going to be documenting that here on the podcast as well as on the website. Um, outside of the standard format of the show, what we're doing today is something of an experiment for the show that we might do. We might do on a regular set basis. It might just sort of be more like a random show where we just sort of throw it in on a weekend where the two of us sit down like this and just sort of talk about what's going on, what small moves we're currently working on, uh, whether it be with our businesses or whether it be with traveling or whether it be with, you know, the, the ongoing and never ending process of decluttering our house or a seemingly endless process of decluttering our house. Oh, it's endless. It won't be endless forever. Let's hope. Fine. We can hope. Anyway, the, the, the the pro and get, getting into that decluttering process that just a very smooth segue there uh, to something that has worked for the two of us in the past and actually worked significantly well for us uh, through uh, calendar year 2016 was we came up with a process called daily ditchings and the concept of daily ditchings and I'm going to talk about this in a lot more detail in a future episode. Uh, the concept of it is we just simply end the day on a net negative one item in the house every day. Um, reasoning for, you know, you, buy, you go out shopping, you buy three shirts, you have to get rid of four things in the house. You don't buy anything that day, you have to find something in the house that you need to get rid of. Uh, so it's a net negative one. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a like item like if you buy three pairs of pants you don't have to get rid of four pairs of pants um if you eventually do that you'll eventually end up with no pants which as exciting as that sounds in some circles um 
not exact not exactly what you're what I'm sure you'd be going for in the process of decluttering. Maybe it is, but that's a different episode. Not on this podcast. No, not on this podcast. Um oh, and by the way, before before it ends up actually happening, as is as is life with two small business owners with two small kale, two small kids, we are currently recording this episode during nap time, um which isn't generally going well upstairs. So if you hear tiny voices in the background or maybe not so background coming up in the next few minutes, you'll know that nap time isn't going well. But that said, we're just going to keep going and see where it goes. Is it my turn? Yeah. I mean, I guess, tell, I mean, I guess whether, whether it be with the decluttering or daily ditching, it's just kind of get like, what, what's your side of that and where, well, I was where thinking- do you think it's going? I was thinking maybe about drawing the conversation back to the the business side for a minute. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess maybe this sharing- is a unique this is a unique episode where you're more you're more of a co-host than an interviewee. So feel free to tell me to you know shut up. I was I was thinking about drawing drawing our attention back to the business side of things, and maybe we could talk about our small moves there. I know okay. you and I have both been struggling with this um, idea of lots of learning, lots of thinking, lots of planning, <laughs> but very little doing. Um, I've been learning now for about <sighs> two years uh, how to run an online business, which granted I needed to do because I had not a clue at all. Um, and I, I got as far as making a bare bones website with no information on it. And then I kind of stalled for a year and a half, maybe two years. Um, I keep coming up with great ideas. It's all in my head. Nothing's on paper. And I finally realized the only way I'm going to end up with a functioning business is if I actually start doing something. So my small move um, was to stop learning And to start doing, I said, okay, I am not going to read any more articles. I'm not going to follow any more experts. I'm not going to read any more books. I'm going to run with the information I have and do something with it. So from there, I've picked a launch date. Um, Thank you, Pat Flynn and Noah Kagan. That was a result of your recent podcast episode that I picked a launch date of Friday, September, I don't know, I'd have to look at my calendar. 8th. Yeah, Friday, September 8th, thank you. Um, when I'm actually going to make my website live, and I I developed a very pointed to-do list of things that I have to accomplish before then. Um, so I'm going to have three articles on my website. I'm going to have two articles that I'm reaching out for as guest posts. I'm going to have a freebie available on my website and um, an email series for anyone who is on my email list but has not gotten an email from me in two years. So it's a, a little uh, welcome back to Building Box education for them and for me. And those are the only things that are going to happen between now and when I officially launch my business. I am not doing anything else except those things. So those are my small moves. 
Got it. Yeah, and similar <clears throat> similar story with me with with uh, the Small Moves podcast and the website. This was an idea that I brainstormed and came up with back in 2015. Um, early 2015, I joined a podcast community at the latter end of 2015 to help me launch the Small Moves podcast back then. But as life would have it, you know, my, the, for, for, again, for better or for worse, the business that I have um, here on the ground already uh, started to do better than it was prior. And, and again, this is in 2015 or in April of that year, we ended up having our first daughter. And then in the, le so that had the tendency to uh, sort of take, diverge my attention a little bit away from exclusively business to, you know, raising a child. Um, so the, what I basically ended up spending the next year and a half now going on almost two years doing was learning about ways to try and make running the business as I envisioned it back then work as efficiently as humanly possible so that I could go ahead and get it launched in the context of what I'm doing now. Um, or in in the context of what I was doing at the time, um, I could never really find any information that would really get me there, but I kept trying anyway, and I kept on reading books, and I kept on reading articles, and I kept on taking courses, and I kept on learning different ways to be even more efficient at doing the same thing that I took a course about, you know, the previous week, and, oh, hey, maybe this one's a little bit better, or, hey, maybe this one's a little bit better, and... Recently, um, Carrie and I, we were on a family trip to Williamsburg, Virginia, which is actually one of our favorite places to go. And uh, Bush Gardens there is incredible, by the way. But anyway, the we were on our way back and we were talking about it. <clears throat> and the original format of this show that I had back then was, well, as you, as you can see from the website and as I've mentioned in the intro, generally speaking – all activities of life tend to fall into one of five categories. There's either fitness and nutrition for one. There's like general finance or savings in another. There's either your job or your business, however it is that you make money. Um, in the third bucket, then there's your relationships, whether it's family, friends, whatever you want to call it. Category four and then category five is your personal interests, hobbies, basically anything, anything that you proactively choose to fit into any spare time you have in your life that doesn't fit into one of those other categories, either job, family, fitness, or, you know, dealing with the money that you may or may not yet have. Um, so the original format of the show was going to be a short, a short form interview, maybe 15 to 20 minutes, five days a week each day of the week dedicated to a different topic area, each one of those five different topic areas. <clears throat> so five episodes a week, five interviews a week. But that's a huge undertaking, especially for a novice podcaster. For a novice podcaster, that was completely overwhelming. Now, are there people that do it? Sure. I wasn't one of those guys. And for the next year and a half, I stuck with the idea of that format and just said, well, um, basically, I'm not going to do it until I can do it with that format. But during this little trip home from Williamsburg that we had back in July of this year, 
we basically just kind of came to the realization, or I should say I came to the realization, to no, help. No, that was me. That was you. Fine. I am your small moves captain. Small moves would not exist unless I tell you your small moves. Fair enough. But this is my show, so I can claim responsibility for it. Anyway, um, during that trip, we came back with the idea of, <clears throat> you know what? To hell with it. Let's just launch. Let me just get it launched, and we'll see where it goes. We'll launch it under the context of however I can do it at the time. And when I made when we made that decision, or when I made that decision in July, I didn't know what that context was. I didn't know if this was just going to be a blog initially. And I didn't know if it was just going to be a podcast that I did five days a week or once a month or a three-hour episode or a 30-minute episode. I didn't know at the time. But I just said, the hell with it. I'm doing this in September, two months from now, meaning then, from then, two months from then, brings us to now, whatever. <laughs> Hope you could follow me through that. This is how my brain works. Anyway, and then I just spent the last two months just banging out as much work as I could to get my website and the podcast ready and here I am two months later and we have an active podcast and an active blog that is in the process of getting launched to the world. I couldn't be possible. It could, it's impossible for me to be more excited about it at this point because I've never made this much drastic progress in such a short period of time. And the, so I can finally really see the light at the end of the tunnel by applying my own principles for this entire small moves concept to the actual small moves business and podcast itself, which is start where you are and move on from there. Would I eventually slowly from there. move on slowly One step at a time? Yeah. Move on, move on in a way that makes sense at the time. Does that mean that this is for now going to be a once a week show for the next two months? Sure. Might it be one week, once a week show for the next year? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how things are going to be in a couple of months. I hope not. I hope I'm able to expand the format to what I was hoping it to be before, or more likely what I think you, the audience, would like it to eventually become. Um, as long as the process is still fun for me, I'm looking forward to making that happen. Um, and it's a similar similar setup with what Carrie's business is. is right now, we have a vision of what that business is going to be for her. Might it change formats? Maybe. It depends on how overwhelming the process becomes, if at all, uh, what her clients want to see from her. And if she is happy and content in providing that to them, great. Uh, the, her business will be what it will be. Small moves will be what it will be. This is a learning process for both of us. And she doesn't have a podcast for her business so periodically, like I said, we're going to be doing these episodes where the two of us just kind of pop on and do just a general status update, state of the union, you know, one would say. This is sort of where we are with what we're doing as you sort of follow us along in this journey. And as you hear me interviewing the other people that are going to be getting interviewed on this show, one of the great things that I think are there is about these little sort of state of the union episodes that we're going to do now and then is 
one of the primary motivations that I have for having the Small Moves podcast and interviewing the people that I'm interviewing is that I want to learn about these things so that I can try and apply some of these skills to my own life and to my family. That If I'm not doing that, I'm not getting out of this thing what I want to get out of it. So one of the ways to do this is to sort of follow along to see how this is affecting a real person, meaning the two, you know, a real person, meaning me and my wife and our two little girls. And on that note, when you asked me what I thought we should talk about, I mentioned that I think we should end with a brainstorming session where mm-hmm. we both brainstorm a small move either for ourselves, for our business, or for ourselves with any of the other efforts we're we're trying to accomplish right now. Okay. So maybe maybe we try that. Okay. What are you, what are your thoughts with regards to building blocks? Um, well, I have my pointed to-do list. I was thinking that what I need to do now is schedule my time. And I don't mean every minute of every day, but if I'm going to get all of those things done on my to-do list, I need to figure out how and when to do them. I have five days. Um, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. Um, so I think that I need to take a look at my calendar, see the small amounts of time I have available between kids and tutoring and everything else and figure out when I'm actually going to sit down and do this stuff because I can't do it at midnight. I don't function at midnight. Um, so I have to find functioning hours to do it. And although I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you not so much. So you can't really do it in the very early morning times either. No, especially since I have a four month old who likes to eat every hour in the very early morning times. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Two and three and four and five and six. Sometimes at seven. Yeah. But then she usually sleeps until eight. Yeah, and for me for me, I mean one of, one of the most important one of the biggest steps for small moves that I can explain that I can put on paper has already happened. I'm talking and you're hearing me. That which is the biggest step that I've made in my life on any particular project um in such a short period of time. The podcast is built, my interviews, my initial set round of interviews are recorded posted and are ready to launch to the world. Um, But now that that's done, I've acquired a new professional title, which is something that I've, that I haven't had in a, in a very long time. And I haven't had a new title in a long time. This is a new title that is brand new to me. I am Jason, the podcaster. I'm now a podcaster, so now I have to go about doing podcaster things. It's now my new job to find great people to interview for you all to hear. So one of the mo- one of the most important small moves that I see myself doing in the next couple of weeks is finding a nice large batch of people that are interested in being interviewed on this show and getting those interviews scheduled on the books by the end of the month of September. So if you have an awesome small move you want to share with us, go ahead and send Jason a message. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, what one of the everybody that I know that that is also a podcaster that I've had the that I've had the fortune to meet 
in recent months, one of the best sources of great stories that they have for their shows are the stories of the people that listen to their show. Because like, I, like I've said with the intro, I've said on my initial posts that I've got on the website that I've said today, you know, none of the stuff, none of the stuff that we're talking about is new. None of it's unique. You know, the problems and the situations that Carrie and I have dealt with in our lives are not unique. We don't claim them. We don't claim them to be. And, but yet there are, there are people that either have not had those situations themselves that find our perspective helpful. I'm sure that there are people that are listening to this or people, or even more so people that you know in your life that may have gone through something or that might just happen to be freakishly great at something. You've got, whether it be that couple that lives across the street from you that's been married for 45 years and they are still all over each other with really great, with really great young adult children, hopefully at that stage of 45, their kids are young adults by then, that you just want, with with the divorce rate being what it is today, how the hell is it that this couple's been together for 45 years and they still love each other like that? Or whether it's somebody that has four kids, runs two businesses, and still finds time to be a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. How? How on earth are they able to figure that out or to fit that in? Like, these are the kinds of people that I'd like to find for the show. So this, this is really a call to action for anybody that's listening to this. If you can think of anybody that you think would be a great person to interview on this show... To sort of tell everybody else, wait a sec, just slow down a minute. How did you do that? How do you do that? Because it's something that our, the people around you just can't seem to figure out. If there's somebody whose story you think is great or your own story other people have told you is great, please reach out to us on the website or on the Facebook community and reach out to me and let's set up a time to chat because I'd love to hear about it and I'd love to see if it would be a great fit for the show. Um, the Facebook group you can get to just simply by going to smallmoves.co forward slash community. That will take you right to the Facebook group that you can like or follow and make comments there. Um, or in the show notes for this episode, you can also make comments there as well. Um would prefer the communication initially anyway to go through the Facebook community because then you can send me a private message about that if you want to get me contact information. We can figure it out from there. Um, I also have my email address that is published on the Small Moves website, so you can find me there as well. But that's sort of our my call to action at this point where I'd, I'd love to see it if you guys could help me find some other people to interview. Um, if not, Maybe I'll just, you know, keep interviewing my wife over and over. Sounds fun. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a bit of an evil smile from across the table, but it's non-audible, so I figured I'd let you guys know. Um, yeah, that and really, if, if, you like, if you like this show format, on that point, actually, if you do like this format of the show, please let me know that as well, uh, because maybe we'll, go, we'll make it a point to schedule these a little bit more frequently than what we're initially talking about right now, which 
might be monthly or so, somewhere thereabouts where we just kind of do it. Whenever a, we can fit it in. Yeah, whenever we can fit it in after the kids go to sleep. While and we're, we're still awake. And we're we the rare times that right after the kids go to sleep, we happen we happen to still be awake ourselves on the couch with glasses of wine about to pass out. Um wherever we can make it happen, we'll make it happen. But let us know what you think about this format, uh, both good and bad. I mean, if you find my conversational style with my wife annoying, please let me know. Um, if you like it, please let us know, um, and we'll try and make it happen. Um, if you've got any, if you have any questions for us or other small moves that we've done ourselves to kind of bring us to where we are now, again, sort of reach out on the community page. Or through the website, and we'll be we'll do our best to respond. Anything else on your end? No, nothing on my end. All right, yeah, we will. Um, but both uh, her business as well as a couple of the other stuff that we've referred to on this website or on this episode, this website. Haha. Let me try that in English. On this episode, um, we will post them in the show notes. If you would like to make suggestions to us. Based on what you've heard us working on, if these are things that you've done yourselves, we're more than open to listening to suggestions. Uh, but with that being said, thank well, that's you. something on my end. What's that? If you are a parent or a caregiver and you have a child having trouble in school, check out my website. BuildingblocksEducation.com With that being said, everybody, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you. Have a great day. 